You're just trying to watch the movie here? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> fucking bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, Go, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Let's get a fucking light beer after this, you fucking tool. <laughs> Asshole. Brunch. Hit it, boys. <laughs> In the Bruntouchables, the Paddington Talk. It's our X Bar. We're uh, we want to get right into this sixty minutes. Do of the Paddington read. Talk. No, you got to do the like. It's our X Bar. You're not Are helping. Are you feeling frumpy when you're eating it. other bars? You're no, not you're helping. Gonna... I was going to go right into it, but no, you you podcasted for a minute. Let me do my fucking thing. You podcasted. Go. Ah, uh, all right. Today's Start episode. Again. Start again. Who's bringing the Bruntouchables, the Paddington Talk, our X Bar? Which, if you're wondering, is a whole food protein bar. What does that mean? The bars are made with 100% whole ingredients. They want to be transparent and upfront with their customers, which is why they label the core ingredients, egg whites, dates, and nuts, on the front of the package. And the ingredients that make up the texture and taste on the back. Beyond being a go-to snack that checks off a number of nutritional boxes, RX bars actually taste delicious. RX bars come in 11 different... Uh, delicious flavors, so whether you like sweet or savory, chocolate or fruit flavors, there's an RX bar for you. RX bars are gluten-free, soy-free, dairy-free, and have no added sugar, artificial colors, artificial flavors, preservatives, or fillers. Cheese! Woo! My favorite... Is, uh, is probably the chocolate sea salt, and I know DJ loves his peanut butter ones for that paleo diet that he's definitely Ooh. going to quit in like a week. In uh, like four minutes. <laughs> uh, for our listeners, you can get 25% off your first order by visiting rxbar.com slash brunch and entering promo code brunch at checkout. That's, again, that's 25% off your first order of RX bars uh, by visiting rxbar.com slash brunch and entering promo code brunch at checkout. All right, let's get to the Paddington talk. RX bars, it's nuts. And dates. <laughs> and dates. And egg whites. And no artificial flavors. No artificial su- There are some sugars, but they're natural sugars. Are we it's auditioning okay. for like Relax. RX bar commercials right now? Yes, and if you could see the stances that we're jumping into. <laughs> kung Fu? I don't yeah. know why there's like Kung RX Fu. RX bars. Eat them and you'll be an Take expert a at Kung Fu. Take a bite out of life. Okay, so All right, this that's is like why two this minutes that, that we've, we've wasted. wasted. Yeah. <laughs> so this is why this Paddington episode is going to be great. A, because it's going to be a full hour of Paddington, Paddington talk, but B, because on the way over here, I thought of the best idea ever, which is, this isn't just going to be a Paddington episode, it's going to be an episode about how we're doing a Paddington episode. That's pretty exciting stuff. So, right now, I was thinking we could lay down some uh, little teases for more Paddington talk, that when we're editing the episode, we can drop in. So, for example, like, (laughs) you can say that again, Pete, more Paddington talk starts now. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, uh, like after this break, more Paddington talk. Right, yeah. After after a, a brief moment of podcast identification, we'll get back into the Paddington talk on brunch. <laughs> yes. I love that idea, actually. Right. That's a great idea. So if, if it takes us a few seconds to think of them, that's fine. I the, the only one I thought of was, you can say that again, more Paddington talk starts now. And we've got to do it in these very voiceover. Radio. Yeah, because it, I don't want it to be confusing. If if I say if you to say a little joke and then it sounds like I'm saying you can say that again, Pete, and then people are like, "Wait, who's go- What's going on here?" We'll circle back to that later. But we got to take a quick little break, and then when we come back, 
more Paddington talk. So stay with us, folks. Having a bear of a time? More Paddington talk. Up next, you're listening to Pete and the Dave every morning, Monday through Friday. No frumpy talk, but Paddington talk. <laughs> now we're just doing liners, which I think yeah, I know. is a little... Great. Uh, okay. Uh, hey, this isn't Paddington, but it is Paddington talk. Can't bear to stand another work week? More Paddington talk on the way. Put down that pop-up book. More Paddington talk starts now. I, Hugh Grant, you one wish. More Paddington talk. That was sweet like marmalade. More Paddington talk starts now. You always have the exact same one. More Paddington talk. It's next. Ooh, let's run back that Paddington talk. And that'll be when we just, if we have like a nice little uh, like banter or something and a little volley, we'll just replay that segment. <laughs> let's get into actual Paddington talk. Are you good? Uh, yeah, but I feel like if we think of more, we, we can do just drop them in. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you saw Paddington 2. You loved it. I and because it. you had seen Paddington, you, you'd seen Wind River and loved it. And I was like, I'll see it later. Uh, <laughs> Two wildly different movies. Yeah, I was, no, I was like, I, maybe I ought to start listening to, to my recommendations. Yeah, like because you knocked it out of the park on Wind River. Right. So I went to see Paddington 2, and someone is two for two because I love that movie as well. <laughs> yeah, baby. That was uh, great. There's not a lot of movies that I like. We watch movies all the time. There's yeah. not a lot of movies where I get out of the theater and I'm like, all right, I got to fucking tell everybody must, that yeah. I know that they have to see that movie, especially when like that movie is already getting a shitload of hype because mm. Paddington 2 is getting a shitload of hype. 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Even that fucking guy, the guy who shat on Get Out, that was like, oh, I don't get it. Someone's got to be the one who hates it. I know. There's always that, that uh, guy. There's always like, like the counterculture too. person. That shit don't miss. Yeah. That just like wants attention, so they give it a shitty, shitty review. Uh, even those people were like, ah, fuck, that movie's too good. Hmm. After further review, let's get back into the Paddington talk. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, what did you think? I loved it. I thought that it was, A, just aesthetically a great movie, yeah. but they didn't overdo it. There were a few shots where, like, when he's got the soot in his face and he wipes it off, that looks really cool to the eye. Uh, there are a lot of scenes where, like, the graphics were just, the visuals were just amazing. There's so much London porn? But they, no, no, but I'm saying, like, with, like, the, the hair of the bear oh, okay, and, like, okay, the, okay, like yeah. all the computer shit. But... They were smart enough to not overdo it. It was for sure London porn. It oh, was. Yeah. It, it, the first one was too. So I, I went back and I watched the first one. That's how much I like. So I went into Paddington 2 blind. Yeah. Uh, like I didn't even. Well, first no of all, like. spoiled it for you? I didn't realize that Paddington 1 existed until Paddington 2 came out. And all these motherfuckers are talking about Paddington Two left and right. And you're well, like, it wasn't even like it wasn't even that. Like I'd seen Paddington Two trailers, and I was like, well, "This movie looks like a fucking joke." Was there even a Paddington One? Hmm. Uh, so it just looked like a shitty kids movie. So you from thought the trailers. going into it, it was going to be bad? Well, I no because I I, was gonna say, I, you, I knew you like there was some buzz. Oh right. Remember I told right. you that like there was some buzz, but I didn't Street fully dive in about um, yeah. So uh, when I saw the trailer initially, I was like. Eh, that looks like a shitty kids movie, and I didn't even remember the first one. Uh, but I guess I was ignorant because I, that's like a ninety-eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Here, well, let's first talk about Paddington. Everyone knows what pa- who that Paddington Bear is a thing. I don't think anyone fucking knows 
knew anything more than that. Like, I don't know if it was books. I don't know if it was a fucking TV show, what it was. I could have properly guessed that it was set in London because yeah. who the fuck is named Paddington? <laughs> no, the, it, it, the whole thing is London porn, oh, like yeah. from the shots to the all the names. Which actually is probably Phoenix better than Buchanan. actual porn from London, I would imagine. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And no, nobody wants to watch, much rather watch British that. porn. Although, if Sally Hawkins, is she British? I would think so. Like, I don't think they would cast anybody in this movie who's not because British. Because Shape of Water then might be... Except uh, for, uh, is, what's his name? Gleason? Is he, he's Irish, right? Donald Gleason? Yeah, was he in Paddington? No, his or was he father. In the first one? Uh, his father's in the, in the, in... Oh, he's, the uh, Chef Knuckles. Oh, he is? Yeah, Who that's is? Donald that Gleason's What's that dad. guy's name? Uh, James Gleason or something? He's, is he... He's famous. Hmm. He plays Mad-Eye Moody in the Harry Potter movies. Oh, <laughs> I don't even know what you just said. Um, Brendan Gleeson. Oh, I, I've heard that name before. It's uh, That's Domhnall Gleeson's dad. Nice. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're Irish. They are. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So uh, I was wrong. They only cast oh, wait, people from no, Europe in this I don't know if they are, they are Irish. He plays an Irish guy in, no, they're in Irish. Brooklyn. Okay. Yeah. Because he plays a British guy in About Time. You got to see About Time. That movie's so good. Um, yeah, I... Thought it was terrific. Let's talk about things that we liked about it. Um, the running thing with the haircut client slash judge never got old. And that it could have. W- that was it's a nice little rivalry those two had. That and also like just the the barbershop scene. Was, oh yeah, that was like the uh, the turning point for me where I was like, oh, I'm gonna fucking enjoy the shit out of this movie. As soon as he turned on the Clippers and did the yeah. like the bouncing yeah. vibrations. And like his, the Paddington's face was just like in complete shock. I literally laughed out loud for about five minutes. Now, listeners, in case you haven't seen Paddington Two, Paddington is uh, doing a little work. He's sweeping up around a barber shop, uh, and he's the only person in the the shop at the moment. A customer walks in, demands that a bear who tells him, "I am not a barber." give him a haircut, sits down, immediately falls, falls asleep. asleep, which is a thing that apparently people do at a barbershop after they've entrusted a bear who has told them, I am not a barber, to oh, cut their hair. If there's one uh, thing that I have to criticize about the Paddington uh, world and series, there's just like a, not enough people being surprised that a talking bear is living amongst humans oh, we'll in get the to world that. of London. We'll get to that for sure. So uh, Paddington... Cuts his hair, does a bad job, isn't a barber, don't know what the fuck you could have expected. He's a fucking bear. And uh, he goes all around the store. It's a very whimsical thing. Another shot where, or another scene where just everything digitally looked great. But this, so this guy who walks in, falls asleep, demands a bear cut his hair. He's a fucking judge? <laughs> yeah. He's like the guy who makes the important decisions. <laughs> right. And he that, doesn't know how to get a fucking haircut. That guy's judgment in the barbershop uh, is from a judge. Right. Who, which is not the person that you want uh, presiding over your case, yeah. which comes back later because clearly didn't isn't great at his job. Uh, Paddington gives him a reverse mohawk. He gives him a, uh, a basically a very wide whatever the guy from Alien Ant Farm had. Remember that thing? The no. guy from Alien Ant Farm, he had just a very, he had a normal, he had like a like a whiffle, and then he had like a thin stripe sh- stripe shaved into his racing head. stripe. Yeah, one year I did that uh, for a school photo in middle school. You My mom gotten laid, man. Hates me. Uh, <laughs> presently, um, yeah, and uh, and when Paddington fucks up, he because he's a bear who doesn't know how to cut hair. 
takes a handful of marmalade and just puts it on the guy's head, and he's like, Ugh, maybe you won't know the difference. Like, literally every solution in this mo- in both of these movies is just, hey, how about some marmalade? Yeah. <laughs> that, this is The Paddington series is marmalade propaganda. <laughs> you can say that again, Pete. More Paddington talk starts now. So uh, I just said before that no one actually knows what the story is with Paddington. Um, and what the story is, is he's just a bear who was adopted by a family, and he hangs out with them. It's basically Family Guy before Family Guy, I think. And he talks, and everything. Think, everyone thinks it's perfectly normal I would say that he's there. it more lines up with, uh, with American Dad, because you know how in American Dad, there's like the weird fucking alien thing that lives in the attic? Did anyone watch that show? No, but I've seen trailers, and I know that there's a weird there fucking is an alien, alien the thing mix. that lives yeah. in the a- attic. I think that's more appropriate. Yeah, uh, but yeah, because some people have dogs. This is in Family Guy. It's that the dog happens to talk. And, oh, that's true. And Fair is an enough. alcoholic. And I guess if you consider novels. that Paddington is Brian. Yes, right. Okay. Um, so you raised the point of people being way too okay and Accepting just like used to there bear. being a bear there. My favorite part of the movie was Hugh Grant is the bad guy. I told you that that was Someone, going to be your favorite thing. No, no, no. It oh. wasn't. No, no. He is, he he was, but. Um, <laughs> Somebody breaks into a store and steals a pop-up book. And it's very mysterious who did it, except it was obviously Hugh Grant. You learn three to four minutes later, it was, of course, Hugh Grant. And when Paddington sees him breaking in, he chases after him. Someone sees him, and then they're calling the cops, and there's a policewoman on her radio. And she says, uh, someone's broke into the whatever store. Uh, Suspect is... Uh, five is like a three foot three bear with blah blah. If you know that a bear lives in the town, if any crime happens at all, suspect is probably the bear, <laughs> right? <laughs> and also, like, they, like he's like one of the top three, that no scene, matter what happens. But in that, you didn't see it. I know. But in that scene, uh, she radios like, "Hey, it's a three foot six bear wearing a, a coat and a red hat." And n- didn't nope, need to specify. He's the, the yeah, bear. but nobody on the radio was like. Uh, what? <laughs> Sagan? <laughs> Hold on, you said there was a fucking bear? Way too <laughs> Are you this. okay? No, but but everybody knows that it's him. So what she should have said was like, Hey, it's Paddington. Suspect is that <laughs> fucking Paddington. bear that's living with those crazies. Uh, that, that family, by the way, is one of those uh, people where the neighbors talk about them on the news, and they say, we never saw them. They were always just going right into the house. Oh, they were, like, yeah. like, like after a crime? Yeah, like, like we, yeah, we, we never got to know them. We, it's a yeah. very friendly neighbor, neighborhood. They were very mysterious. Yeah, they kept like, to themselves. We had no reason to think that they were up to something, but they were just always very quiet. I said to one day, they were walking in, and I said, hey, uh, happy birthday. And they just looked back at me, didn't say anything back, and they went right in. It was a very odd thing. But again, how was I to know that they were criminals? <laughs> they had a bear with them. I should have known that. <laughs> the street that they live on, by the way, is amazing. It's fantastic. Yes. It's like... It's like basically brownstones, but they're all like different colored pastels. Oh yeah! And in like a winding road thing, yeah. it's, it's awesome. Everything and every we'll also get to the the clothes of one Hugh Grant, but uh, everything and everyone looked amazing in that movie. Uh, speaking of the street, there is a scene after Paddington is incarcerated Ooh, yeah. and spend and does so, hard time with <laughs> the nicest prisoners. They were ever born, just fucking sweethearts. Um, Not right off the bat. After he's broken out, well, they're rough around the edges. Yes. Uh, um, I, I, when that, when like he went to prison, I thought 
to myself, I was like, man, this movie would have been way cooler if it was called Paddington Goes to Prison. Yeah, more people would have seen it. <laughs> yeah. Now people are seeing it. They're lucky it got buzz. It would have had automatic buzz if it was just called Paddington Goes to Prison. Um, but after he is broken out of prison, the uh, family goes to get him and there's a guy he's like a neighborhood watch guy fucking loser doesn't have any friends uh he's lived there by himself for fucking ever uh he's like oh where are you going because they're getting in the car and they're like we're going to save paddington and everyone on the street cheers they all yell yay except only like six people live on the street so it's like this big moment and it's like a relatively small group being like, like you can tell which people are whistling which people are yelling what they needed to add some people to that that's scene. A, that's a weird thing too like that that curmudgeon guy who yeah. like hates Paddington and wants to get him in jail yeah uh, he in the first movie he like ends up saving Paddington really yeah it's a weird weird thing it's like this guy turned a corner in the first Paddington and then in the second Paddington he's like nah fuck that bear again that's the guy that's the guy on the block who has a confederate flag in his oh garage. yeah and yeah. skeletons in his closet like literal skeletons oh, yeah. in his closet um but yeah the family's great Sally Hawkins I don't know if I'd ever seen Sally Hawkins or anything I'm sure I have but this has just been like a very heavy year for Sally Hawkins. I'm so glad that I saw Paddington before I saw Shape of Water. <laughs> Did you see Shape of Water? No, mm-hmm. but like uh, this was. It I'm glad cool. that my introduction was Paddington because you see her and she's this cool chickadee in this movie. Now you get to see her naked a bunch. Oh, so, really? Yeah, interesting. Pretty big day for uh, for you. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna see some bubbles. Can't bear to stand another work week. More Paddington talk on the way. Okay, let's Hugh talk Grant about is Hugh the Grant. bad guy. He does uh, a lot of talking to himself about his schemes. He likes to recap his schemes in the mirror just in case any of his neighbors want to overhear that he is indeed up to something. After he steals the thing, he looks at himself in the mirror for like nine minutes and is like, ooh, and they didn't suspect a thing from you. No, you outsmarted them. Mm, blah, blah. And he's wearing ascots. And, no, you wear his cravats. Mm, I don't know what the really fuck cool. that is. A cravat is like the, uh, it's like a silk scarf thing that you tie and you put it under your shirt. Okay. You, you know what I'm talking about? The it, thing that it's he was like wearing. very European. Yeah. It's, uh, well, it's like European sound makes it sound like tight and uh, fashionable and stuff. And I suppose it is fashionable. Cravats, I think, are more like British. Yeah. Brit- okay. Like British isn't, doesn't sound like it's of, of, cool fashion it might be of high fashion is that what he was wearing when he was on the stage uh, uh probably that, like, he fair? wore so many cravats okay in fact one of the times that uh he so he leaves his house the family breaks into his house yeah. and then as he's leaving he's like oh, i forgot a cravat and he's like got his shirt way too unbuttoned clear like it, he has a tattoo that says like this area should not be seen there should be a cravat here and he runs back and gets it and then he catches the family spoiler mm, alert yeah. um, but no he wore a lot of cool colors he wore like a lot of lime greens and a lot of pinks and he was like your he favorite popped. villain he was uh he was like a very flamboyant he was villain. flamboyant he didn't jump around enough no he didn't, he didn't yeah. like prance there was a there the scene on the train where they're going up and down, they're going up and down through the the cabins of the train. I was like, "This is where we fucking make our money." He, yeah. They're going to be because they're running back and forth. Maybe he'll leap a bunch. That scene was and incredible. There was like a lot of there was they were doing a lot of like the Breaking Bad shots of him. So like he would just like be standing there and walking slowly, and they would shoot it from the ground up. And here's this fucking badass with a 
fucking cravat on. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, tra- the, the train scene at the end of the movie was fucking amazing. Yeah. You don't expect a, uh, an animated movie, especially like a live action animated movie, to have like an incredible action scene. Mm. But uh, this was one that included the Matrix and uh, a Jean-Claude Van Damme split yeah. on trains. I hate to use uh, a bad word here, a bad mm. title, but... It basically gave me every feeling that I thought I was going to get from Secret Life of Pets. Okay. I was like, exciting thing with an animal that uh, should be for kids and adults. And that's exactly what this was. It absolutely like, was. The, there were only two other people in the theater. It was a uh, woman with her son or her date. I just saw fucking uh, <laughs> call, call me by, me by your, your name. name. So I don't know what's not really what make anymore. Any classifications. Yeah, I'm not judging. So uh, it was just them, and I just hung in the back. And I remember thinking, I was like, "This is great. No one else is in the theater. I can just hang here, can maybe surf the web if things get boring. Shoot a couple text messages. Finally answer an email. You didn't do that in my shit. Life. That phone didn't fucking move. <laughs> I was glued to that shit. In fact, I had the run pee time I was going to use, and I. Just fucking cruise Kiss through. Your pants. It. Yeah. No, I didn't. I I do a run pee time, or a run pee break, even if I don't necessarily have to go that badly. Okay. I just like to get up and stretch my legs, and it's good to know there's a part of the movie that doesn't matter that you don't have to fucking see. Uh, this movie is way more enjoyable, by the way, if you envision that it takes place in the Love Actually world, and Hugh Grant is not a f- washed up actor he's the washed up prime minister who's trying to get some money to right. fund another campaign yes he's no longer able to he's prey div- on... he's divorced his fat wife who's not actually fat right he they got divorced because she said does this make me look fat and he, and he said, said well, yes every time if you ask anybody else in this movie <laughs> probably and she said well what's that supposed to mean and he's like you're you've been there when they've called you fat to your face She's like, are you calling me fat? He's like, no, I'm pointing out that it's odd that everyone always fucking calls you fat. I don't think that you're fat. And even if I do think you're fat, I love my fat wife. <laughs> and then she said, hey, buster. And then they got divorced. She's do a lot better than you. Yeah. And left. Yeah. And he was like, no, no, no. Look at this Instagram post. And nope. Too gone. He was really I miss such my a fat wife. <laughs> he was such a ham in this movie. It was like. It was the best. Yeah. He really, like, Nicole Kidman was the villain in the first one, and she, like, played the menacing villain. Yeah. And just, like, like, played this really, like, tough, nasty, kind of very uh, devious woman. Hmm. Like, Cruella DeVille-esque. And, and, uh, and, like, she was trying to kill Paddington. Nice. And Hugh Grant, to his credit... He didn't want to kill Paddington. He might have killed him. He just wanted he just wanted him out of the way. Yes, yeah. He was a pesky little bear. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, so, what happens in the first one? I have I have another big. Uh, the first one's tooth more. Out, about, I want to know a little backstory. The first one is more about Paddington's uh, transition transition to London life, like getting acclimated with humans and convincing the the Brown family that he should be able to live with them. Ah, did they not want him initially? Yeah, no, they don't. They the father doesn't want him. The father's the one who's like really pushing back. So he there's an earthquake in the in Peru where he comes from, and it like destroys his habitat. And so his aunt Lucy sends him to London 
He is obsessed with Aunt Lucy. I know. <laughs> she sends him to London to find a family to live with. Hmm. And so he's just like looking for a family. The Browns are like, hey, you can stay with us for one night and we'll help you find a new family. And then he eventually convinces them that, that he's like a great person. Does Which- Aunt Lucy tell Paddington when she sends him to London to find a family? And I, just so you know... This has never been done before. Nobody's ever. <laughs> yeah. this, this, this is unprecedented. Yeah, this. Yeah, it, it, it is very unreasonable for us to expect this is going to work. They're probably all going to be terrified. That is like the bare version of humans being like, "I'm going to go to Hollywood and yeah. just like become an actor." Yeah, like ninety percent like, chance go you get shot and be a person. Yeah. Um, also, what would imagine what it would be like if. You meet this woman, fall in love, start a family, everything is great, you live in a great spot, got a, got a cool little street, great neighbors, except for this one fucking guy with the Confederate flag in his garage, but everything is pretty good. You've got your life, you've found the people, you've even made the people that you want to, to be near you, and suddenly one of them suggests, what if you have a bear live with us? And you're like... No, in no fucking way. And then and you're everyone, to be the villain. <laughs> and then every no, then everyone, your wife, your kids are all like, "Yo, we want to live with a bear." How much would that fuck you up? It would be like finding out that, especially, like, especially because in the first one, like, he fucks up a lot in the first one. He almost destroys their house. Hmm. Uh, well, like, he's Zach one... Efron in Baywatch in <laughs> Paddington Two. I can't imagine what he's like before he learns right, how bef- to live with people. <laughs> right, uh, like he. And the first night that he stays with them, he basically floods the entire house. Mm. Uh, and then, like, a week later, he almost sets it on fire. So, like, they gave him a very long leash. Yeah, I just... That mu- that would be the most jarring thing in the world. It would be like... I don't know if, like, one of your friends said, like... One of your friends, like, was rapping along to a rap song and said the N-word. And you're like, eh, hey, d- don't do that. And then, like, another one of your friends was like, like, oh, no, no, we say that. (laughs) You're like, wait, you guys use that word? And they're like, like, am I the crazy one Yeah, and you're like, I thought I fucking knew these people. What is it? Like, why doesn't he just divorce his family? He's like, or his wife, She like, you're going to put our family and you're going to put our children in danger? And, like, the thing is, like, he's, like, a risk analyst, so he does that for a living, and he basically does the math, and it's like, we're 4,000 times more likely to die have really terrible catastrophic things happen to us with a bear living in our house and honestly those odds seem very low and what's four thousand percent and what's the payoff like he's fine you have a bear child that a everybody like talks fine. about behind your back yeah oh yeah that's the other people don't like paddington you love paddington everyone else thinks you're fucking you're the fucking bear family that's not true and in, in uh in paddington one he wins over the community by uh, accidentally stopping a a thief, a pickpocket, mm. which is like basically like the curb your enthusiasm episode of oh, the, the shoelaces. Yeah, where he trips on his shoelaces and takes down the guy, the drunk guy berating the flight attendant. Oh yeah, it's, it's basically a much more drawn out version of that where he tackles a pickpocket, um, and then everybody loves him. Uh, but he doesn't mean to tackle the pickpocket. No, he's he's actually trying to give a wallet to the pickpocket. Okay, so <laughs> he's trying. He's enabling a, a criminal. So that should be the that should give everybody all they need to know. Like, thank God that worked out okay. But he accidentally 
Like just he could have really up fucked a person, up, yeah. and he didn't even mean to do that. Also, so how's he going to act to other people that he doesn't mean? to Also, find? I'm pretty sure that that pickpocket who he got sent to prison uh, is in the second one in prison, and he's one of the guys that breaks out with them. So Paddington got him sent to prison, and then later helped him escape. Interesting. I was. Uh, it's so fucked up, but so the in the second one, the prison people befriend uh, Paddington and. They help him break out of prison. They do a lot of good things. They're very, they're shown to have good hearts. Yes. And uh, I thought that was a little problematic. At the end, I wish they did one of you know, like at the end of that thing you do when it says like uh, guy and Faye married and did this blah blah, and they say like what happened down the road. It and like it wasn't like a it wasn't fairy tale stuff. It was like pretty realistic. Right. Like what if they what if at the end of Paddington Two they had one of those things and it just said. Uh, all of those prisoners were in there for sex crimes. <laughs> oh, God. Like, knuckles, like, knuckles You just later. fucking rooted for <laughs> someone who fucking touches kids. Knuckles you fucking la- asshole. Later brutally murdered an entire family of four and was sent back to, to death row. Right. Uh, the Brown family were charged with accessory to murder. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I thought that the uh, the whole prison thing was oh, well, just a little bit problematic. It, for... it was on a fine line that should not uh, be presented in a kid's movie. Yes, Like, exactly. if that were an adult movie, you'd be like, man, it got me thinking because there are good people in prison, right. of course. But, like, kids can possibly come away from padding the two being like, hey, prison looks like a pretty good time. Yeah, right. If, yeah. if you get to the right prison. Yes, with exactly. the right people. Right. Just, just cross your fingers. Like, A, they have to catch you. Who knows? <laughs> B, you could end up in a good prison. Like Whatever. A, like, if you if you play your cards right, you can turn a prison into, like, a, a happy-go-lucky restaurant yes. where there's, like, flowers everywhere. A and... burgeoning uh, culinary career. <laughs> yeah. That was just a little bit uh, off the mark for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I think the overall message there is, like, hey, there's there's good in everyone if you look for it. Don't, don't judge a book by its cover. Speaking of the justice system... I was reminded of how much I love uh, British courtrooms. They're very dramatic. They put it's basically the like a stage. They put the defendant in the middle of the room with a fucking like wall around him, and you just got to fucking sit there. You are the center of attention. Yeah, this yeah. is all about you, and in case you're thinking maybe it's in a good way, the wall's got little spikes on top of it. <laughs> it's way more of a th- you can walk theatrical out of production. It, yeah. Uh, I, I thought that the, the, the court scene where the part where he was like, hey, so Mr. Phoenix, uh, but played by Hugh Grant, he, are you sure that this was Paddington? Let me remind you, your answer is a hundred percent going to determine whether or not he goes to prison or not, and like that's coming from the judge, right? That's supposed to be your job, pal. I know. Like, and uh, in case you might want Paddington to go to prison for, <laughs> here's any, your opportunity. Here you go, buddy. Just and uh, yeah, it was great. Um, one issue I had. There's a dramatic scene after the train scene. There's a lot where... of this is way too much for like a movie that I absolutely right, love. There's I, a lot I don't of like want this here's to be a problem a railing right? on yeah. it thing because I'm not railing on this movie. I have I have no problems with the movies. I've got some notes, but that's kind of what we do. We yeah. we, we we overanalyze things exactly. Um, so at, towards the end of the train scene, uh, Hugh Grant throws Paddington into a different train. And switch hits the thing to make it so it goes off the rails. Like detaches the, the, yeah, the car. Yeah, detaches it first. And, you can't really uh, do that as a person, can you? 
I don't think so. You need to and like, Hugh Grant definitely wouldn't have the strength to right. to make that happen. And Maybe just, Knuckles, but. and he just casually yeah, with yeah. his hand changes the course for the other one. You fucking break! <laughs> like if you touch anything going at on, that speed on a speeding train, yeah, just so you I can, touch like, a piece of paper, it's gonna lever. fucking take your arm off. So yeah, he just does that, and it's fine. And Paddington uh, hits the end of the tracks and goes into the water. The whole thing's in there, and then Sally Hawkins jumps in to save him. She's practiced swimming in the shape of water, and uh, the door is locked, so he's stuck in the cabin, and they can open it a decent amount, but not all the way, and they're looking at each other realizing, well, Paddington's going to die. That's one of two options he has. He has die or... Just swim through that because it's definitely open enough, and they just completely overlook that. I don't think so. I don't think it was open enough. It's, like, I oh, it's not all. I can't. I, I might. I might maybe nudge up against the wood a little bit if I try to get out. Just fucking get out, man. I don't think you can hold it against the movie because, like, one of the the most highly acclaimed movies of all time, the Titanic, the crux of that movie was a scene where there was clearly fucking room for two people on that door. Oh, yeah. And uh, Rose was just like, nah, I'm good. I need my space. I think, though, if I were Jack, like, if you're that close to dying, I'd for sure be the person that would be like, all right, I'll just die. If you're that close. Right. I mean, he kind of just, like, he just gave up. Yeah. But, like, from from the beginning, Rose should have been like, hey, Let's just see if this works. Rose has gotten everything that she wants, though. She's gotten... She's she's had money. She's been paid. Mm-hmm. Those checks fucking clear, my friend. <laughs> and then she gets... Got that D. And then she gets to have that good sex with the poor guy. Checks still clearing. Mom's not... Mom, mom's gonna forgive her. And then she's got an out. No yeah. strings attached. She, totally. And... Imagine being and in, she like, gets to make him a hero. She gets to say, "Hey, you'll never guess what the love of my life." And then she makes a little face. She makes like the <laughs> she makes the Rihanna like like tosses her eyes up for a second, like, hmm. like, "Hey, you won't believe what the love of my life did to save me." She saw a note, and she Jordan, took I think it, man. his name was. <laughs> we'll circle back to that later, but we got to take a quick little break, and then when we come back, more Paddington talk. So stay with us, folks. One of the most impressive things about this movie is the fact that that Paddington is like such a likable character and like so polite. Uh, that's his MO. Like he is the most polite. He's a polished the, bear. The uh has the the best intentions in yeah. every every possible scene. He is the light of everyone's life, but it's not obnoxious and it's not overdone where like to the point where us as adults are like, ugh, this is so sappy and gross. To do that, they found like the perfect sweet spot, I think. Yeah, but that's because we're good people. You don't you, people around that town talk shit about Paddington. They're like, oh, oh, he's oh, oh yeah, I'm so sorry, I fucked that up. Do something right, you fucking idiot. You don't think that the fucking Irish people in that town shit all over pa- uh, Paddington every chance they get? I think all the Irish people in that town are in prison, as evidenced by by Mr. Gleason. Yes. Uh, For but, violent sex crimes. But, like, Paddington is so gentle and fucking adorable, and it's just not at all nauseating. For, like, a skeptic like me... Way to go, guys. Well, because he's a bear, also. I mean, he is... Right, a, if that was a child, I'd be like, Ugh, get this is, fucking person out of my face. He is quite adorable. Did you know that... He Patty- wears his hat indoors, though. Problematic. 
Eh, it's fine. Rude. Uh, did you know that Paddington was originally supposed to be voiced by Colin Firth? That makes very much sense. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. But I think that it's... I could it, see like they would go Ultimately, for it was uh, w- way better off being like a younger person. Who was it? Yeah, was it just... It's, a, I think his name's Ben Miller. So it might as well just be the fucking uh, kid from the most recent Spider-Man movie. <laughs> yeah. How Would come you... that didn't get any buzz? I think it did. That was a good movie. But like, it's one of 90,000 Marvel movies that came out last year, so... It's Marvel. On to the next one. It's Mar- Marvelous. Marvel Marvel Cakes? It's Marvelous. <laughs> I'm gonna... Uh, I'm about to eat... Uh, I'm about to drink some wine. Ooh. I'm gonna go to... To dinner, and then next week I'm going to be traveling, so I'm going to be... I can't do the paleo thing. Mm-hmm. I think I'm just going to start eating some fucking cake real soon. Nice, man. Yeah. Uh, can't Paddington talk about that. Doesn't shows really how to Paddington. make uh, the marmalade, and when they were cooking, I was concerned... Or when they were baking it, I was concerned that uh, they were going to lie to the fucking kids about what jelly is, because they cut up the oranges... And they peel them. They get all the they they get all the zest, everything they need. Way too many fresh ingredients for put a it prison. in there. And then he says, "Now add some sugar." And he takes like a, a big scoop of sugar, puts it in, and he's like, two more things of sugar." And he puts it in, and he's like, "Just dump in the fucking thing of sugar." And I was going to be really concerned because as I was thinking it as they were making, it, I'm like, "They really about to show these kids?" Hey take after this fucking guy eating all the refined sugar and they did it they just put in a shitload of sugar made me want marmalade i don't even know if i've like uh if i've had a lot of experiences with marmalade it's jelly it's jam it's oh really yeah what the fuck's a big deal yeah they like his uh, you know have you ever had orange uh jelly jam i think so yeah it's, it's delicious yeah, it's, it's so fucking good and nobody uh, i don't the 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 off-the-beaten-path flavors are actually the common fruits with jelly, I'm just realizing. What do you mean? Like, the the common uh, jellies are, like, raspberry, which you don't eat raspberries every day. Strawberries are very common. Yeah, grapes, grapes are, are common, common, I guess. But You're like, wrong. But, like, apple. No, I'm saying, like, apples and oranges, which are the two most common Not things. Not uh, high up on the jelly charts. But whenever you go to, like, fucking Friendlies or anything like that, they've got apple jelly for some reason. Apple jelly stinks. Yeah, but why would you ever pick that? But orange jelly is a marathon. Mm, so good. Rum, I'm rum, about rum, to go rum. eat some orange jelly. What did you think of the uh, the band that uh, frequently showed up in this movie? What was the band? Remember? Just, like, there would be music playing, and then Paddington would be walking down the street, and then he would just see, like, a band set up in the middle of the oh, street. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, very out of place. Yeah. That's something that they carried over from the uh, the first one. There's a lot of carryovers from the first. Ooh, some Easter eggs for the, for the good yeah. folks. Yeah. Uh, in the second the one, diehards. remember the, uh, the guy who, when Hugh Grant was in his uh, nun costume? Yep. And the, guy, the security guard was like, that was the prettiest nun yeah, that I've ever seen? Yeah, what the fuck seen. was that guy's problem? <laughs> so, in the first one... Uh, the dad, Mr. Brown, dresses up as a a woman, mm. uh, a cleaning lady. Mm. Does this is probably my least favorite part of the first one. They did the old like, huh? He dressed up as a woman gag. Right. So that's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm watching that, and I was like, oh, oh, it's real funny. Movie makers. The, the, the joke is that he was looking oh, they, like a woman. Oh, they doubled down on yeah, that. The first one was your problem. The first guard. one was way more like obnoxious. Live and let live, asshole. Uh, but in uh, in the first one, that that same security guard was like was infatuated with Mister Brown, hmm. and he was clearly a man. He's uh, that security guard is married, and he talks about. 
like everybody he sees being like, oh man, that's the most beautiful person I've seen. And you're like, oh yeah, yeah, she's really pretty. And he's like, oh man, I would, what I'd give what to, I, yeah, to be single and, again. And then yeah, <laughs> and you're like, hey, but, hey, don't don't say that shit. We we all know Angela. She's she's one of our friends. And he's like, oh no no no, I lo- love Angela. It's fine. And I, I don't know whether the joke is. Uh, that this guy's he's just attracted like, to men dressing like women. I don't know if I can't tell if the joke is like that guy's just like really fucking stupid mm. and bad at his job and bad at being observational. Yeah, or if it's like that guy is gay. Yeah, and he doesn't know it, <laughs> or just like is hiding it. Yeah, I don't know. I was looking at that. I was giving a, that kid a long hard look, being like, "You better not be laughing that fucking at this <laughs> homophobia." And the mother said, "Will you stop looking at my date?" <laughs> oh, callback humor. It would have been great if the kid laughed and you stood up in the theater and you're like, what the fuck are you laughing about? What's your problem, <laughs> asshole? Hey, uh, no, 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 I want to no, no, hear no, why no, he's no, laughing. No, I want to hear why it's, it's funny. Question. What's your problem, asshole, was a question. I intend to hear an answer. What is it? What is it? <laughs> the mom tries to butt in. Yeah. Uh, I'll get to you next. How are you raising your kids? Uh, uh, you're just trying to watch the movie here? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Fucking bro! Oh yeah, 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 go yeah! Oh yeah, no! Let's get a fucking light beer after this, you fucking tool, <laughs> asshole! Put down that pop-up book. More Paddington talk starts now. Did you stick around for the credits? Because I heard that there's yes. a mid-scene credits. There's a judge thing. Oh really? Yeah, I forget what it was already. I've seen the movie twice, and I, st- I missed both of them. Wait, you saw Paddington two again? Yep. Why? <laughs> It's awesome. Yeah, it's a good move. It's the happy death day of uh, animal movies. I'm gonna see it a third time. Maybe. Yeah. Why not? Uh, it's what? What is it nominated for? It's nominated for best animated picture, or it's did not it miss nominated. the cutoff? It missed the cutoff. It okay. just came out. Oh, did it just come yeah, out? Yeah. Okay. Um, what is nominated? Oh, Boss Baby's up for. Boss Baby's yeah. up for it. Uh, Coco. Mm. Um, and I don't know what else. I don't know if. I'd like to get to those if they're if they're easy to see, but I think that we're gonna. End I want to see what Boss Baby is all about. To be honest with you, I like Alec Baldwin. Are we still allowed to like Alec Baldwin? Yeah, I think so. He like his thing was just like he listen, screamed at his kid. <laughs> yeah, that's he, fucking he, nothing. He like I mean he's an asshole for sure. Yeah. But if this year saw us anything, right? Much bigger assholes in Hollywood to worry about. Right. It's like the the scale is like uh, asshole to your kid with salt of the earth. Uh, if you're sexually selfish, then you're the worst person in the world. And if you're an actual sexual predator, then you're gay. Holy fucking gay. <laughs> right. Then you better say you're gay and you're never going to act again. Yes. Yeah. What, uh, what notes do you have? I wrote down the prisoners were the good guys. Know what they all did? That's right. They fucking murdered people. I don't think it was ever revealed that they murdered people. But Knuckles, I think, if I had to guess, if anybody was in there for murder, it was Knuckles. Muck- uh, Knuckles was like a vehicular manslaughter thing. While drunk? No, not while drunk. Like, I maybe think like was, a road I, rage situation. I think it was while drunk. He Knuckles was a guy who was like, troubled in his life. Yeah, okay, I can see that. Yeah. And uh, I don't know how, how, some, how they learned to fly. Oh, yeah. That was a weird part. <laughs> yeah, maybe... I don't know. It's is it? You said it could be set in the same world as Love Actually. Maybe it's set in the same world as fucking Peter Pan. <laughs> no, but like they flew in an airplane. 
No, oh. They didn't fly away, just like jump off a bridge I was and like, fly maybe away. I text for a minute and miss the flying. <laughs> no, they part. got in. They got into an airplane. Remember when they did the uh, the old prison breakout? Yep. And like they, Paddington was like, "Hey guys, where are you going?" And they were oh, like, right. we're getting out of here. We're going to Mexico or yeah. whatever it was. And he's like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like you guys are for sure going to get killed or caught. I'm not doing that. And they were like, but they'll catch you. And he was like, I'm just going to live life normally. And I'm not going to get caught, even though I'm a bear. And he was fine. Uh, loved when he was uh, hiding in a trash can. He was pretending to be a trash can. And a cop took a bite of a donut and then threw out the rest of the donut. Yeah, fucking right. And Paddington stinks at being a trash can and says, thank you. <laughs> he says, thank you. And the cop's like, wait a minute, that trash can's talking. And then Paddington's response is, don't worry about it, Mr. Officer. I'm just a trash can. And the officer's response to that is, well, okay. Yeah. The police and the judicial system in and London. The judge, yeah. Absolute joke. Which uh, it, it gives a lot of explanation as to why. You needed a fucking, like, random-ass family to solve a crime because there's no way they were going to catch what was a pretty open-and-shut case against Hugh Grant. There was no way that the cops were going to catch him and that that judge was going to indict him. Did they have juries in in London? I don't think so. I just imagine the the judge being, like, very dramatic and just being like, guilty! Yeah. They don't need juries because that just kind of ruins the theater. Did they have gavels in? Definitely. Yeah. They have the cool hair things going on. Oh, yeah. I bet they, like, the British invented gavels. Yeah. Uh, They have cool... You know, the robes they wear are way fucking cooler cooler than here. Like, if you're, like, a lawyer, you, like, dress up in some really cool garb. Uh, did you notice that uh, Hugh Grant was very, very close to getting that all that treasure yes. and those riches, and like they stop him, but Paddington and, and the Browns never had any interest yeah, in that evidence. treasure. It'll go into evidence. You think so? I don't know if that system has evidence. I mean, I would not trust the... Again, I would not trust the judicial, judicial system to handle anything, Yeah. Um, but I just thought it was interesting that they all saw that, like, all those, the pop-up book led to a bunch of clues and brought them to treasure that was worth a lot of money, and they showed absolutely no interest in it. Also, the treasure is inside of a, uh, a carnival uh, attraction, and if you pl- press the, uh, the right buttons, uh, this, like, wooden thing opens up, and then there's a bunch of treasure inside. Mm-hmm. And Hugh Grant sees it, and he's very excited. It opens up, and he's like, bam, there's my treasure. And then Paddington comes in and closes it, and he's like, "No, no!" Pa- what happens is he, uh, like Hugh Grant, Hugh Grant, gets like spooked or something, and he accidentally hits a key. Oh, right, yes, and yeah, so yeah. like he hits the wrong key, and it closes back up. Which right. I thought that was cool, like yeah. to play music to open it, yeah. and then if you if you hit like one wrong key, boom, gone forever. Yeah, but now, but again, it was like the thing when Paddington's stuck in the thing, and they, he could have just tried to swim out and he didn't like well now hugh grant knows where it's located in that thing and he can just get a fucking axe and then he gets all that treasure like all he needs is to just make sure that he gets that he has access to that thing which he still does so but he's in prison for 10 years does he how does he get 10 years 10 years man 10 years uh every i feel like the, the every sentence is 10 years over there 
Well, I guess that makes sense because they sentenced because uh, I say that because they sentenced Paddington to ten years, and then they sentenced Hugh Grant to ten years. But uh, Paddington was accused of committing the crime that Hugh Grant actually committed, so it makes sense that they that they serve the same sentence. But yes. I feel like Hugh Grant should be tr- have extra charges because he like tried to murder Paddington basically, and, uh, and he got ten years. And, but the only thing that was stolen was a pop up book. It was like a very non-important thing, and but it was worth worth. Oh, a lot. was it? Yeah. was it worth a lot? It, that, remember, because that's why Paddington had to do all those odd jobs at the beginning, like being a barber shop and mm-hmm. washing windows and stuff like that. Because the the book oh, he was, was expensive that for his uh, for his aunt. Right, he goes on and on about his aunt. Man, who is it that tells him to shut the fuck up about his aunt? Is it uh, Knuckles? Yeah, it's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. he's like, your, your aunt's an idiot. <laughs> yeah. What makes them like him? What makes the prisoners like Paddington? The marmalade. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's got some marmalade in there. There's no way that we're not going to get some orange marmalade or some orange we jelly. We should have done it for this podcast. Toast. That sounds like a good fucking breakfast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How much time have we done so far? Uh, we're about close to 50 minutes. Ah, you want to you want to just like play like twelve minutes of jazz music and just finish out the Paddington Power Hour? Uh, no. Well, what can we do with uh, Paddington? Oh, uh, we can. I wanted to say this at some point. You can't spell podcasting without Paddington. Can you? Well, it'll take about ten minutes for us to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, it's so. true. Uh, what do you think Paddington Three is gonna gonna be? Uh, oh, Paddington! It's called Paddington Freed. Paddington Freed. Yes. <laughs> like Fifty Shades. Yes. I saw imagine a, if they did like a. Imagine if they did like a Fifty a Fifty Shades with Paddington. Bears need love too. What about with uh? What about if they did the crossover with uh? Paddington and Ted. Oh God, I would hate that. <laughs> I know. Ted fucking sucks. But it would be like and Ted it would probably be, doesn't even know what to do with it. Ted talks <laughs> such a fucking big game that you're like. Man, I know that everyone who's been with Ted is like, Egh. yeah. And I mean, he hangs out with Mark Wahlberg, so like yeah. that is the biggest stench that you can have stuck to you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like, but what if what if the what if the movie is like, hey, uh, Paddington teaches Ted how to be a decent human? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I like Pat, and that's such a good accent, and then such a bad accent. <laughs> it would be very jarring. That would be because hearing Ted. Ted's accent against other people from Boston, you're like, ugh, God, his <laughs> accent sucks. But putting it against the best, it's like putting like some kind of white teeth next to the whitest thing in the world and then taking some really yellow teeth and putting it next to the whitest thing in the world. Yeah, I mean, Paddington's Paddington's voice is so soothing. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Just the whole way that they package that character is like so gentle, mm. so perfect. Uh I guess, like, one thing that we can talk about is, like, the message of the movie, mm. which it's – I don't like to get that mushy and that deep, mm. but, like, an awesome message for kids, for a kid's movie. Give criminals uh, – give uh, yeah. convicts a chance. A second chance. Yeah. yeah. No, once, like, they've, once they've broken the law again and broken out of prison, give them a chance. <laughs> yes. No, like, I feel like they did it in – like, like, obviously – the message is like, hey, there's good in everyone, and just like be, be polite to people, be yeah. nice, and like good things will happen to you, and people will realize the good in you. But like, it wasn't done in a preachy manner at all. No, yeah, it was it was a, a very well executed movie. Even like the uh, even like the neighborhood 
that Paddington lives in. There's like an Indian guy. There's like there's black people, and like it's a very multicultural mixing melting pot. Mm. And uh, like they don't call attention to that. Yeah, it's just like very subtle and uh, and not preachy. And I, I appreciate that, especially from a kids movie. Like they they did a decent job, like being being like, hey, the kids might be able to figure this out on their own. You know what else is cool? They were that was a kids movie that adults can enjoy, and. They didn't do the thing because, like with Shrek and stuff like that, they they do overkill with letting you know that this is one for the whole family. Yeah. That means you parents, sex jokes. Uh. <laughs> like this, they didn't need to say it, you know. Right? There's no, there's no direct. If you're a, addressing if you like their stuff, jokes, you'll like this. Yeah, you know. Right. Um, I hate that I, we have to do a little bit of housekeeping because when this airs, this will be Monday, uh, the Grammys will have happened, and uh, our official brunch stance this year is... Uh, fuck the Grammys. Fuck the Grammys. Not necessarily because of fuck the Academy and everything. Fuck that they moved it up. I don't like that they moved it up this year. They didn't want to compete with the Olympics, which I suppose makes sense, but... There was just a lot of... Uh, I just don't care. There was like, just, like, a lot of bad juju this year. And I don't like the way that, like, Lord isn't going because I don't know why she's this. not going. But, like, people people are just being fucking uppity this year. and Also, it was just a bad year for music. I know we said that earlier. Like, yeah. there's nothing that is ex- nice, nothing that excited me this past year about music. If you're sitting at the Grammys for any reason other than boycotting them for giving uh, Adele album of the year over Beyonce... Then I'm like, just fucking relax, okay? So, uh, and I don't think either of us will have seen the Grammys because nope, I'm going to be in Tampa. Yeah, and I'm gonna. That's the night that I get to to yap, as they call it, on the so, TV. Yeah, on the tube, as they would no, say. No, we don't have to do anything on Sunday, so I'm going to go to dinner, Ooh. and then uh, I'm probably just going to see what what Minneapolis is all about while everyone's inside watching the Grammys. So I'll have the whole city to myself. <laughs> Uh-oh, what are we telling you to do? Here's some Paddington talk backwards. Enough, 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 enough,
سیران نه فلو آمیل نب نیست گیب نیست زوا سوی نرم نه سوی زوا سوی فیو کدوم آگنا یزش